Thanks, dude. Thanks for having me on the on the show. It's really good to mm. be here, man. Like, uh, it's pretty trippy, but it's cool. Cool. Mm. Oh, awesome. <laughs> no problem at all, my friend. No problem at all. Let me just take the opportunity. Yeah, I, I did say a little bit behind the behind the scenes, but I always want to publicly honor those that say yes. I'm willing to um, take up the mandate of sharing my faith, Jeff. Jeff, and I really want to honor you and say that you have been somebody that I've seen and gone, okay, that that's somewhat that you encapsulate what we're trying to talk about here on the podcast. So, mate, keep doing what you're doing. It's absolutely fantastic, but. But let's get into it, man. I'm so excited to hear your story, bro. Um, and where does, where does, yeah, explain a little bit to give some context for those that maybe are outside the rugby, rugby okay. loop. Give some context for who you are and what you do. Okay. Uh, well, I'm Jeffrey Tomanga Allen. I come from New Zealand. I play a sport called rugby. We pretty much chuck a ball around. Uh, it's kind of like the post. Uh, football era I think if you were running around with uh, if you're kicking a football around and someone got angry and picked up the ball and ran with it and bowled someone over that's what rugby is so um, that's what you know I play that professionally and I've been doing that for oh man like 11 years now Um, and it's been amazing and I think I'm very blessed to do what I do I come from a small town um, in in New Zealand Porirua Wellington Central Um, and yeah so that's kind of where it kicked off i started playing 40 when i was young as does anyone else you know mm. uh, i grew up wanting to be an all black and i said i remember when i was i think eight i said to my dad i said oh one day one day dad i'm going to be an all black and uh that eventuated and I, I was blessed to be become an all black get my all black mm. number and then um fast forward to now i'm living on in the uk opposite side of the world to where i grew up with yeah. my my wife and my and my five year old son, um, and we love it. We love it here. We love it in the UK, and mm-hmm. I've been doing so for three years now. So, not sure where the next steps go, but we might get into that later. That's so, awesome. Uh, yeah. I'm sure we will. I'm sure we will, man. That's exciting. What is being brought up in New Zealand like, Jeff? Oh man, uh, it's cruisy. It's real cruisy. Yeah. I, I think um, everyone knows everyone. Okay. You kind of grow up like. Uh, you know the saying of a village it takes a village to raise you know a child I was definitely raised by my village my mm. community um, both Porirua where I'm from and Wellington um, I'm proud to be from Wellington I'm proud to be from um, Cannon Street Porirua and yeah that, it's not much else really there's nothing fancy I'm a city I'm a city kid so you know I kind of mm. grew up like kind of in the hood and also the city I'm not like that. Everyone thinks New Zealand, you know, farm life, you know, like agriculture, all that stuff. I have mates that did that whole life and grew up that way, okay. um, but not me. Yeah. Mm. I'm, I'm not scared to get my hands dirty now, but yeah. I guess growing up, I was probably, yeah, more of a city slicker than, 
yeah. anyone like a farm life. But yeah, man, growing up in New Zealand's cruisy. That's that's the first thing that comes yeah. to my mind. It's cruisy and free. Like mm. the weather's great sometimes. Uh, and wellies, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. I've been, you know, I've been, I've been to to New Zealand. I was, uh, I was five at the time, so I don't remember it much. But I'm hoping that my, you know, my legacy lives on there. I made a good impression. You know? <laughs> well, hopefully, you can go back, bro. Yeah. Enjoy the fruits of your labor oh. when you're five. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. I'm hoping I'm remembered well. Um, but uh, now, I, I, we used to have a video of my trip, and we used to watch it to kind of live back those memories. But yeah, yeah. But we we hired a camper van when we were like, oh, bro, that's sick. We, we just traveled a little bit, and it was, um, yeah, it was insane. Such a beautiful country. Yeah, um, that's one thing that New sick. Zealand is. Yeah, yeah definitely beautiful, man insane my dad will yeah my dad was just like let's go like get a camper van from the from the flight and just yeah, yeah. just get up and move around and really just get yeah. in amongst them it's fantastic i think that's the best way to do it if i was ever going to new zealand yeah camper yeah. van hard both north and south yeah. island and yeah, then yeah. just get into the like countryside and the rural areas if you can get like connected into the yeah. rural areas man that's the best because you'll you'll uh experience the culture of yeah, our, our our indigenous people, Maori and, and, and our Pacific Island people and yeah, just yeah, it's it's very diverse. That's cool, Amazing. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fantastic. And so that I guess that leads nicely into kind of the spiritual talk about this Yeah, man. The spiritual background of, of New Zealand. Do you know what I mean? Because there's quite a lot of where where's that at? Like, do you know much about that? Uh <laughs> I wouldn't know much to be honest. Right, right, right. Yeah, this, yeah. In terms of spiritual background, I guess yeah. uh, you know there is you have um, a lot of in terms of like the indigenous people to New Zealand Maori culture. Yeah. Um, you know they believe heavily in like um, their ancestors and mm. and the mythology of New Zealand in itself. Mm. And I yeah. think um, post colonialism, you know that's when uh christianity came about but mm. also to my homes my home islands like my mum's uh, motherland of samoa um mm. you know the colonialism of that country as well christianity came into the picture and throughout the nations pacific island nations heavily in new zealand i think now it's heavily influenced and in a mm. great way like that the gospel has been spread throughout you know the world and, and that area of the world and like yeah. it's a staple I'd say that it's a staple in my culture. It's a staple. Mm -hmm. Like you grow grow up going to, you know, the, the traditional kind of like Pacific Island church in our community. Um, you know, you have um, certain congregations, Samoan, Fiji, and Tongan, Cook Island, but all under one house that all share one church, but have right. different services in different languages. Right. So it's quite, it is quite like, it, it's a quite, it's a staple of the Pacific Island nations, but in terms of New Zealand, I think it's more new, you know, in the past, uh, I don't know, I'd say hundred years, it's very, it's developed a lot more. I say yeah. I didn't know a lot, but maybe I didn't know. A bit. I was just about to say that. I was just about to say that. You knew, you knew a lot more than I did. But that was <laughs> I it. Know. I might be talking rubbish, you know. So. <laughs> you said <laughs> so it was such authority. <laughs> You, yeah, you said yeah. it was such authority, Jeff. We'll take it anyway, yeah, mate. We'll take fake it till you make it, I guess. No. <laughs> that was class. No, yeah, but right. I think this this help gives context for us to understand the world you grew up in, basically. Yeah, basically, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From a faith perspective, because I think we're set. We can be set um, 
you know, a lot of people ask, well, of course, you know, people that are brought up in in certain parts of the Middle East are going to be Muslim. They're going to, they're yeah, just going to yeah, be yeah, Muslim. Yeah. That's what they're grown into. Um, yeah, I'd, but just, I'd say that, yeah. yeah. Definitely like my culture and where I grew up in the area, my community is definitely, it's heavily involved with Christianity because of their influence from the island nations. Like my grandparents, yeah. my mom's parents, they moved from the islands. And as a lot of their generation moved to New Zealand for a better life, um, for yeah. their kids to grow up. So I'm, I'm reaping that, uh, um, what they sowed. I'm reaping, yeah. you know, the harvest that they sowed when they moved to New yeah. Zealand to give us their family a better life. And into, yeah. in doing that, um, they are heavily involved in the local church. Um, mm. like I grew up going to church services where I couldn't, because I can't speak fluently in my yeah. native tongue, my mom's native tongue, which is Samoan. But I remember going to church and my nana just flicking me some coins chucking the offering whereas i don't know what's going on like once okay. like i'd give i'd put my gum in there because like <laughs> you know the <laughs> offering things going around i don't know if you remember like the red the red velvet kind of like um i don't know if you had that in the uk but like the red velvet kind of like sex offering kind of sex with handles yeah like, yeah you pass it on like yeah everything's electronic these days but like yeah back in Back when I was young, I didn't know what was yeah. going on, what was being said, but I just knew that I had to dress right, dress okay. nice, and okay. be at church. On yeah, Sunday if yeah. mum's if mum said to go, yes. and I was like, yeah, okay, sweet. Yeah, 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 that's, yeah. Uh, that, that's interesting. We'll definitely we'll come back to that as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, what 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 was what brought you into rugby, Jeff? Man, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a way of life, man. Okay. Yeah. Aside from football, <laughs> yeah. like New Zealand, honestly, that's embedded in our culture. Like that you grow up, you grow up wanting to be an all black. Every kid in New Zealand, well, like I'd say 90% want, you want to be an all black. Like grow up throwing a footy around in the backyard, on the road, bare feet, you know, in the street. Like you grow up playing yeah. touch. It's funny because when I moved here, everyone's about football. Mm-hmm. Like it's just football. Like when we warm up for in the, in the professional scene, like we'll warm up, they'll chuck a footy, a football out around football. And I'm like, right. I've got no idea. Like, I'll kick it around. But they all got, like, great touches. Yes. You know, like, the dudes have got skills because they grow yeah. up doing it. Yeah. You know? They, that's just their... Yeah. That was their thing. They grow up watching, you know, yeah. the Man Cities, Man U's, you know, all those... They, that's what they grow up. But we grow up watching yeah. rugby, um, going to the local field. Because yeah. soccer in New Zealand is not really a big... It's not a big sport. So I'd say, in terms of rugby for me, like, I just grew up with mm. it. Mm. Yeah, it's just yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so did you go through representing I guess was it schools that really kind of yeah, draw out yeah. that skill in you or how does that come about from to club um, level, local? Yeah, it's different. It's a different system. But when you're young, you know, they just sign you you get signed up, right? Like you get signed up to the local footy club mm. um from a young age and then it's automatic community for you, you know, it's a thing yeah. that you do every Saturdays. Yeah. You're playing with your mates from school. Oh, you guys, are you playing for that club? Oh, I'm going to play for that club too. Like, mm. So then you grow up playing footy with your mates and then um, getting serious. Obviously, you go to high school. So, like, I went to a, quite a prestigious rugby school um, oh. in New Zealand. Um, and we moved we moved communities for that so that I could go to that school and my wow. sister could go to the sister school, um, Wellington College and Wellington Girls College. Okay. Yeah, for the and it was great education and but also yeah. the sporting scene is just is amazing. So that kind yeah. of like elevated my opportunity, I guess. Of course, 
course. Yeah, but still, yeah. I mean, you, in my eyes, right, Jeff, you, you made it like, as in, oh, yeah, that's yeah. the dream. All Blacks, you know, to, to yeah. represent, to get the All Black number. Yeah. You made it. What What was it from the earlier stages, you think, Jeff, that allowed you to, because there would have been so many people, that elevated you, yeah, you're oh, right. Yeah, yeah. But it didn't, yeah. it didn't get you to where you got to, right? Because nah. so many people went to I think uh, I wanted I, I wanted it that bad, yeah. And then I was always the guy that did extras because I don't know. Just one day I knew it would, it would pay off, mm. and I I was glad it did because I did so much. <laughs> like yeah, I just yeah. remember, like I guess my dad, my parents had a big influence mm. uh, in instilling good values, never taking the shortcut out of things like my mom yeah. was big on um you know never taking the easy way out and doing mm. things with, with quality not trying to like yeah. tick the box or, or trying to get things done quick yeah. and my dad i remember like my dad um after i told my dad when i was eight a few years later i would have been under 13 um i lived about oh i, I couldn't even tell you how far i lived i just knew it was like it took me an hour to get home because right. after training one night, he's like, oh, if you want to be an All Black, I'll meet you at home. And I said, yeah. what? Now, I just finished training, right? Like, yeah, and then, you yes. know, that age, it's just, you know, whatever kind of training, but it's still training, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then he, bro, the dude made me run home, eh? I had to run home after training, like, um, and I was, in, but I just remember that being a memory, yeah. like, I yeah. mean, it wasn't, I don't think looking back in hindsight, it wasn't that far, but, you know, you're what, yeah. 11? 11 as well and i was chubby mm. back then like <laughs> chubby kid trying to get home like so yeah. i think that kind of instilled in me in terms of work ethic yeah and i carried that on you know then through college when i hit mm. um, high school i was like i was always a good player talented player good player but i think i was soft i was okay. um yeah i was not as resilient as okay. i've built and one of my one of my my high school coach, my high school first of team coach, he kind of knew that. And then I don't know, he just he called it out of me, I guess. Okay. He called it out of me. I had the talent, I had the work ethic, but I just didn't have that toughness about me. Mm. That, that rough and being in the front row, you gotta be you gotta be tough, you gotta be yeah, yeah, strong and, and yeah and resilient. So then when I was in year year twelve and year thirteen that sixth and seventh form in school, that's when I really came into my own. I um, I really pushed in, in, in the off season before going into those years, those final years in school. That's where I kind of built my mental resi mental resilience. And that was mm -hmm. probably the pivot, the pivotal point for me. Yeah. Changing yeah. into like, okay, this can be a real thing here. Yeah? Like yeah. I can yeah. push for, you know, secondary schools or um, the local like representative teams to crack yeah. on and make it. So. I guess, yeah. yeah, just that, that was kind of like those things, those values. And then mm. obviously those pivotal moments for me, for my coach at yeah. high school kind of elevated me to, to push on and that mental resilience. I've always been like about the mental side, side of That's things good. like coming That's right great. through. Yeah. I think uh, a lot of young people, especially, um, or even, even adults get to a stage where it's like, oh, I've done training. Training was yeah, it. Yeah, I, yeah. I went and did the training, but, but that's that key kind of moment or that example you gave of, of running yeah. after you probably, if you hadn't have had that extra push, you can accept yeah. what's the training in a box. Oh, I did yeah. the training. 
but yeah. you've probably taught yourself that actually it was always just... a mental. It was always yeah. a mental. There's yeah. so many more examples I can give you, you know. Right. Like right. I'd be heading, heading the pavement in the mornings at like five thirty, six o'clock in the morning yeah. before I went to college. I went yeah. to high school, you know, in the mornings. And like I wouldn't all I'd be thinking of, they're sleeping right now while I'm running. You know, like that's yes. it's right. a weird it's a weird concept. Yeah. And I think it's more evident now when out a lot of young people or maybe it isn't, but because you have social media and all that stuff, mm. like everyone gets off on the hype you know, 5am yeah. club and all that stuff. And that's yeah. cool. I'm down for that, bro. Hard. Mm -hmm. I mean, whatever gets you out of bed and gives you that motivation. Yeah. But, you know, as it, like it says in the word, like what, mm -hmm. what's done in private is important, you know, like mm -hmm. when you pray, pray in private, you know, that's the same as yeah. when you train, train in private sometimes, you yeah. know, like yeah. other than brand, building my brand, like I like to work in the quiet, but also, yeah. you know, like it's different. This is, yeah. That's we'll get deep, but <laughs> <laughs> absolutely no. But it's all if good. Talking about that, I'll go for it. But yeah. yeah, absolutely. It's so interesting how you can make those kind of um, you can take the illustrations from the practical, right? Um, oh, yeah. So, for example, I'll go running, and it will be like oh, a hill, and a hill would be difficult, but the hill is kind of I don't know the problem in life. You know, you're like I need to run up the hill. You'll apply that bro. to, apply, um, yeah. to what you're doing. You apply everything in life, bro. That's, it's class, isn't it? And if you can do that, it's just, it gives yourself that sure. kind of edge. Um, how did you, with your teenage years, as you're growing up yep. and you've got this goal in hand, and of course there's mm. a kind of social, that's the thing you do. How did you balance that with the the kind of worldwide notion of we need to be accepted by friends? So how did you balance all of that? Or did you not? Or how did that work? Uh, I didn't know. Eh? Okay. I don't think I did. Okay. I didn't party a lot at school. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I was first with being captain too, but I, I just kind of did my own thing. I, I mean, I had parties and stuff, but I don't know. I just had in my mind, like, I just wanted to make it kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But um, my, my friends were really good. Like, they always pushed me kind of thing. I had a good circle, and I okay. still do have a good circle. Great. You know, like, they're not, there aren't many. But yeah, my circle was few, you know, so mm. I guess like I learned at a, at a young age because um, I think when I was young, I was very judgmental and I was very um, cared about, about what people thought mm. when I was younger. So coming mm. up, I had to make sure that the, the people that I thought cared about me, mm. uh, the, the thoughts that I thought that other people cared about me, I, I had to make it like the right thoughts, you know what I mean? So right. it was a bit like out of it. Yeah. But yeah. I had to make sure that I had the right people around me, really. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, growing up, yeah. If, I don't know if I veered from your, your question, but. No, no, it's, it's good. Really do you think, yeah. do you think there's, um, do you think there was an element of the desire to, for success that came from yeah. a place of kind of insecurity? Because I think sometimes. Yeah. The, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Sorry, you understand that. No, no, I I, I understand that, bro. Mm. I think because um, I thought I was a loner, really. I thought mm. I was kind of like a lone wolf. I was very personable, like, yeah, you know, very like I can charm, okay. you know. But internally, I think I was a bit insecure, being a chubbier kid. Um, but also like, in, in the back of my mind, the insecurities came from, oh man, you, you're not gonna make it, like, mm. if if you don't. You know, 
if you don't go and do that yeah well you're not going to make it you know or if you don't um if you go to that party or something oh that's the thing that's not gonna you're not gonna make it you know so i think those were kind of like it's a big jumble of insecurities yeah Yeah. your dad sounds no 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 your dad sounds like a big driving factor in your life jeff is that am i right yeah yeah i guess so i Mm. guess if i boiled it down i mean me and my dad we've had like a, a a rough relationship over the years yeah um but yeah I definitely like when I was young, yeah, put it down to my dad, like really pushing me because mm. he said, you know, if you want to do it, you got to do it. No one else is going to kind of do it. Like, yeah, yeah. and my mom, a big factor is, is definitely my mom. Like, cause my mom has been a constant, you know, she's been the one that has pulled my head in if it's got too big yeah. and, and pushed me on if I've needed an encouragement, you know, and the same yeah. with my dad. Like I yeah. definitely owe it to both my parents. Yeah, uh, and I'm yeah. not gonna, you know, single them out, and this yeah. is better. That, that's better, yeah. than, you know. Nah, but yeah. one one person I do accredit my yeah. kind of career career to is my wife, mm. because I met her in high school. Huh? High school wow! Wow! Yeah. Go on, go on. And it's like it's trippy because yeah. you know you meet. <laughs> it's funny being older now and mature now. Mm. Like looking back, it's pretty cringe on what you know I used to say like about my girlfriend at the time. Yeah. yeah, like when I introduced her, like at youth events, for example, like I'd be like, I was an up and coming rugby player, blah, blah, blah. So I'd get interviewed on stage. Oh, how's it to, you know? And yeah. I'd be like, oh, yeah. I remember this one cringe moment when it was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'd just like to shout out to my partner. Um, you know, and I was like, bro, I'm, I'm 15, I'm 16, saying partner. And it's like, bro, because I thought that that was a mature thing to do. Yeah, you know, you like, thought that like, one through, right? So lame. Like, yeah, I, I was like, "Yo, I, I killed it here." And looking back now, and having having the conversation with the person that interviewed me, because they were like one mm-hmm. of the leaders there. Yeah, so cringe, bro. <laughs> so I'm I'm stoked in the sense that we stayed together, oh, and I we've see. been together. Yeah, she's the rock, man. She's like love of my yeah. life. Yeah. yeah, man. So she's definitely been one to push me, and yeah. I credit a lot to her in terms of me making it to where I made it to both in that's a faith cool. sense and in a, in a life sense and career sense. Yeah, yeah man. That's, that's fantastic, man. No, you know, know who the ones that have supported you the most are, man. And oh, shout out to her. That's incredible. That's, that's class. Um, so you, you kind of progressed through the, le- how does the work, how does it work out there when you, when you're working up through the rugby, it's local, oh, okay. you then get the call. How does that work? Yeah. So like, when you're young, you know, there's age grade. So you have like um, representative under 13s, which is kind of like, it'd be like um, counties here. Mm-hmm. So you rep your region. Yeah. And coming through the ages and stuff. High school is yeah. when you like, when you properly kind of crack it. And that's yeah. like, um, you'd make, you know, New Zealand secondary schools, or you'd mm. make your county secondary schools, which is like, okay. uh, uh, it'd be like junior wasps, for example, yeah. which is like, yeah. the, premiership teams like junior premiership teams um and then you'd make new new zealand secondary schools then post new zealand secondary schools okay. after you finish college is new zealand under 20s then you go to the under 20 world cup from under 20s this is all rep rugby yeah from under 20s you'd go into uh mitre 10 cup which is like the step under right. super rugby and Super Rugby is like our Premier League here. Okay. So, and then after after Mighty 10, it'd be uh, Super Rugby. 
So it goes minor tier, super rugby, all blacks. Those are the three tiers okay. kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. And I, I kind of like progressed through yeah. that. Yeah. Like as I and went you, on in my life, I, I guess I was doing well and yeah. yeah, pushed on. That's awesome. Do you get scouted through that? Is it a scout system? Yeah. Or, yeah. How does that I work? I guess, yeah, yeah. So when you're young and like age grade stuff, you, you do get mm. scouted. So mm. like you'd be on the radar for your region. Okay. okay. Oh, Jeff's good. Okay. Sweet. I'll keep an eye on him through his school years. You know, you'd have the regional coaches keeping an eye out and scouts through college. Yeah. And then obviously when you go into club rugby, um, or you have an academy. So you go into mm -hmm. your regional academy if you're good enough. So like when I was in my final couple years of school, I was introduced to academy and that's like your first kind of semi pro mm -hmm. introduction. Yeah. And then you kind of just progress on there. Yeah. That's... So in the interim, when you finish school, that's when the academy kind of carries you while you're doing your university or working, you're also doing rugby training in the morning. So you'd be like classes, like a future rugby player. And that's up to you to take your opportunity really. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so, um, with that, uh, the question I was going to ask was, uh, Oh, my mind's gone blank. Come on, Stuart. <laughs> with that was the, yeah so how so you say obviously you're from a small area that was it okay so you say you're from a yeah. but also then you moved into a school that, that gave you more yeah. opportunities rugby wise how many people yeah. what kind of likelihood is it from a school like that that you're going to progress to the level you uh, do or not at all or how does that work uh man oh, i couldn't i couldn't really tell you well in my in my year in my year group mm -hmm. there were Currently, I'd say five of us in my year group, mm -hmm. in my first thing, there was five of us that went on to be professional athletes, fully paid professional athletes. And in my year group, my full year group, there was 1,600 mm -hmm. of us. So, oh, in my year group, or maybe in the school. Man, I get it mixed up. It was that long ago. Mm -hmm. But anyway, yeah. I just know that, let's say in the first 15, obviously you have about, there would have been about 23 in that squad out of the whole school. Then yeah. in that, within that 23, there were five of us currently and have two have retired. Okay. But there are three current players that are, yeah, professionals. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know if that helps. <laughs> Not good no, it players. does. It does. I guess the first thing that, that that's, that, it screams out is that it doesn't initially sound like a lot, but you're, but I'm, I'm no. trying to take the context of football because yep. if five people in one school became professional athletes, that would be fantastic yep. odds, even in football. So I'm trying to apply the, the rugby logic. Let's just to, say, let's just say yeah. in the country, only 2%, yeah. 2% ever, 2% make, make it like professional yeah. yeah yeah so and that's not you know that's not a lot like you know he have remember what we said at the start there's so many yeah. kids remember our country's not as big as the uk or europe but yes. in terms of like because everyone wants to be an over everyone wants to make it everyone wants to it, you know yeah. so and mm -hmm. and you look at high school footy now high school football in 
back in New Zealand now, it's elevated a whole nother level because you have, mm. it's being broadcast on TV now, like the big rival games being broadcast mm. on TV. Um, you know, there's a lot of more, a lot more hype around it. There's younger kids coming through the professional scene. So people, young kids are getting elevated into the professional rugby world at an earlier age because they're big okay. enough, strong enough, fast enough, and they've had yeah. that kind of exposure, yeah. you know, so... Yeah, it's pretty crazy. But as now yeah. it's if they crack it, it's up to them to like hold on to it, you know, whether they stay yeah. in this and game the most or not. Yeah, the most professional rugby players there stay in, in New Zealand or do they go abroad? Uh, where's where's I could I couldn't I couldn't say, bro. The kind of like trend as you play your professional rugby for a few years, if you don't make the all blacks, like obviously you, no. there's only a select few they can make the All Blacks, then you you yeah. leave overseas because there's more money overseas, there's more opportunity mm. overseas, and with like, given you potentially could play for another country at an yeah. international level, like that's a big draw card as well. Like, but the the reality of that is quite hard to take for a lot of players in New Zealand because mm. chasing the All Blacks is like the dream, it's, it's the yeah. ultimate goal, you know. Right. Yeah. Until. You kind of have to get a reality check and be like, okay, sweet. I'm not going to make it. Well, I've made it as far as I can. Now let's, yeah. let's explore other avenues. Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. No, that's brilliant. And you talked about from a Christian perspective in church, you're talking about handing uh, the, the basket round and, and being in church, knowing it's something you were meant to do, but um, but not, yeah. Uh, yeah, something maybe for you. As you're getting older and you're working out for yourself, but also progressing this thing that's been put on a pedestal for you, which is which is rugby. Where does church sit in in amongst that? Man, okay, we'll dive into that side. Um, so, like, <laughs> I obviously I grew up. My mum, given the background that she had in terms of like mm-hmm. traditional church, you got to go to church on a Sunday, dress up and look yeah. nice for church. Um, yeah. You know, I didn't understand that. I just thought, mm-hmm. okay, you got to go to church because you had to. My dad isn't religious. Right. So, um, yeah, it, it just, so my dad was like, okay, if you want to go, go. But if not, we'll chill on a Sunday. Like, Sunday's just rest. Yeah. You know, just chill. So it was it was kind of like hard because my mom would be for that and my dad wouldn't be against it, but just be like, ah, who cares? Mm-hmm. And that's cool. But um, yeah. I guess growing up, so I knew of church, what it's about. I just thought you had to go because, like, you had to, and if you didn't, you get in trouble, you know? Not anything to do with God or anything like that, more of like, mm. please, my mom and my grandma. Yes, right. So then, you know, like, uh, I, <laughs> I got invited. So when I hit high school, I got invited to like this rave. This rave. Mm-hmm. I used to row. So one of my rowing buddies, he's like, yo, come to this, this thing on Friday. And I was like, you know, obviously me, I asked, any girls going to be there? And he's like, oh, yeah, bro, girls, boys, like, yeah, man, it's all good. Like, you know, so I'm like, sweet, yo, I'm there. So I'm thinking, yo, it's a rave, boom, I'm down. And raving was like the thing back, like, when I was in high school. Sure. You know, go, to, go to a cool rave. Anyway, I hit, I hit this rave. And then it's like, it's pretty pumping, yeah. I don't know what's going on, but I'm like, yo, sweet. Live band, it's all good. Kids jumping up and down at the front, it's sweet. Then what I, what I realize, it hits worship. So it's praise. And then it hits worship and they dive into like slow music and on the screen i'm reading hallelujah praise jesus kind of thing and i was yeah. like 
bro, dude, is this like, what is this? Is this church? And my guy's like, oh, bro, this is my youth group. And I was like, oh, this guy, he got me good. (laughs) So I was like, okay, cool. Like, I wasn't against it. I was just like, oh, wow, this is trippy. Like, never been to a youth group before. You know, I was like, what the heck? Um, Kind of been freaked out by church as well from when I was younger. My auntie took me to this, like, oh, it was like this play about heaven and hell pre-Christmas. And it freaked me out, bro, because the devil that was played in that play, so real, I had nightmares. So mm. that was kind of a background check. So I met now, fast forward, I met this youth group and I'm like, what the heck? This is crazy. I yeah. meet my my now wife that night, which oh, is mad. which is which is trippy. Oh, mad. Um and then later on, go to youth group, whatever. But you know, I'm I'm at college, like I'm I'm cool. I'm too cool mm. for that. Mm. You know, I'm like, whatever, man, like Friday nights, yeah. nah, I'll go, nah, I won't go, whatever. Nah, yeah. I'll go, you know, go to a party. Whatever, anyway, fast forward, fast forward, me and my, my, my girlfriend at the time, me and my girlfriend, we leave church kind of thing. Like, so we meet at church, we leave, we're just mucking around doing our thing. We backslide, heathens, <laughs> you know, just <laughs> teen, we're just teenagers, yeah. man. Like, yeah, just, yeah, teenagers, yeah. just living life. Yeah, of course. You know, carry on. Then in 2010, mm-hmm. I go to um, that the same church, I get invited to like their conference. And at that conference, bro, changed my life. I go to this conference and a preacher named Reggie Dabbs, who's from America, he preaches mm-hmm. to the youth kind of area. And my bro mm-hmm. is the preacher, uh, the, the pastor, youth pastor. He, come, he becomes my bro. So I still keep in touch with him. But even though he's like, knows that I'm not at church kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so he gets me to sit down in the front with him. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to sit in the front. You know, there's like 300 teenagers in this, in this hall. Uh, yeah. in this like auditorium mm. Reggie Davs gives a speech and it's like he finishes with um, if you want the cross yell out or stand up and say I want the cross so he gives this whole like speech whole preach about his mm. testimony and his life and I'm like yeah whatever and then at that moment he's like if you want to you know give your heart to Christ like and really change your life I want you to stand up and, and say and pronounce, I want the cross, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, bro, I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there. I'm chilling. And my bro's here. The pastor, he's sitting next to me and he's just like, ah, oh, you know, whatever. Then, bro, this kid out of 300 kids stands up and you just hear like, I want the cross. Like, he just like yells out, stand up. I want the cross. And then it starts off this like chain reaction. Other kids start standing up. I want the cross. I want the cross. Bro, yeah. it's crazy. And then, and then, bro, so I'm, and then I, I snap out, bro, I'm on my knees and I'm weeping. Like, like I go from like, what the heck? This is, this guy, like, I get a fright, you know, like, what the heck? Wow. This person just yelled out over the cross. And then to yeah. fast forward, bro, I'm on my knees weeping, bro. I'm yeah. crying. Like wow. saying, I want the cross. And I was like, oh my gosh, what's yeah. going on? Like, and in that moment, in that moment, mm. bro, like this was 2010. Keeping in mind, fast forward a year later, I get offered a professional adult contract, rugby contract. Huge. So in that moment, I get a kind of, I'd like to say a vision, but it's just like, I just get this clear thought in my mind. And I believe now, like in hindsight, God was talking to me and he said to me, uh, it was a picture of like a, like my feet in the sand. And he said, are you going to draw a line in the sand and stand for me? Or are you just going to kick back? 
Mm. And I was like, oh my gosh. And from that day, from that day, I chose the cross and I picked up a cross. I'm not saying that I'm perfect or anything like that. But that same day, in the different moment of the conference, my mm. wife got saved as well, which is crazy. Like, yeah. so obviously we're both together. We're still together doing yeah. our own thing, but we both, yeah. the important thing for me, which is great, yeah. is that she found her own faith yes. and I found my own faith, which is what God wanted for us. We didn't yeah. do it together, like, you know, mm. and like, we've never looked back since. I kicked off my career the following year in 2011, uh, and I fully became a, um, a professional athlete, paid athlete. Uh, in 2012, 2012, I made my debut um, at the professional scene. So like the premier kind of mm -hmm. league scene and mm -hmm. relating it to football at Super Rugby yeah. 2012 mm -hmm. in South Africa against the Stormers, 30,000 people in the crowd. And I'm sitting there like, what the heck? This is crazy. So mm -hmm. then, since then, my faith has just been a journey. Like mm -hmm. it's just been a journey, just just cracking on. You know, learning because I, man, I found it hard. I found it hard to read the Bible at the start because mm. I didn't yeah. know what was going on or understand. I just thought it was a storybook kind of thing. Like, mm. but then once you realize, once I realized that it's the Word of God, you know, then it started speaking to me. A big thing for me was like prayer, because, <laughs> you know, that's what you do. Like, <laughs> like anyone can pray. Mm. Obviously, you learn how to pray and how to, you know, conversate with God in your own way and get that relationship. But yeah. before I knew, like, you know, I just, I just, that moment in that conference when I was like weeping, I was like, oh my gosh, what the heck, this is crazy. To then developing a relationship with God and with mm. Jesus for myself, not anyone else, yeah. but for myself. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what what the key part was. And then throughout my career, my rugby career, I've just carried it, mm. and I've always known that I've had to carry it in me and portray it through me in what I do, not in mm. what I say. Okay. Because I noticed, I noticed around me and in like the rugby world and stuff, reality is like, um, everyone's on their own journey, mm. you know, and we can judge others on, oh, you, you're in church, but you're out in the night before, but that's, that's not, that's not my place to judge. My place is to be me and my place is mm. to proclaim the gospel through how I live and hopefully people see see jesus through me like i've always always been taught like sometimes people might not read the bible or see the bible but mm. people will see you and you might be the only jesus that people see you know yeah, yeah absolutely i'm not yeah. saying that i'm jesus you know i'm just trying no. to be like be like I know jesus. Exactly what you, mean. you know yeah. what i mean and live right, my absolutely. life through the way that i live a big thing for me mm. at the moment See, now you've got me passionate, bro. See, like, <laughs> keep it coming, keep it coming, Jeff. Big thing, bro, big thing for me, man, is like, I understand, especially through this whole COVID, COVID stuff, you know, it's brought a lot of like, it's been hard for people to go to church. It's been hard for people to congregate and fellowship and worship. So it's, mm. it's shone a light on the fact that, you know, your, your ministry is within you first, you know, mm. your, your, your relationship with God is what matters mm. the most mm. to mm. God. And then yeah. family is your next ministry. Your, 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 yeah. You know, and obviously your community around that is your, is the mm. wider ministry. And then you just carry on from there. So with yeah. me, in terms of my professional world, you know, um, you know, like last year, for example, like I really felt like, oh man, or maybe it was the year before. Yeah, last year. 
I started a Bible studies, like prayer group within my professional like world, you know, and that was a big nice. step for me. I was just, yeah. I was pretty buzzy. I'll yeah. be honest, like it hasn't been running lately mm. of late because of scheduling and stuff like that, but I planted yeah. the seed, you know, and, and, and the opportunity for boys to come in, either um, learn about the word, ask questions about Christianity or faith, mm-hmm. or just come and just chill and just yeah. let it be a safe space for people to, yeah. For men, us men in particular, to just mm-hmm. relax and like um, be vulnerable, yeah. you know, and yeah, and yeah. hopefully like let you know the Holy Spirit will do His thing. Like, <laughs> so yeah, Absolutely. that's kind of like my faith and career in a nutshell. That's class, thing. Man. Yeah. yeah, that's man. so class. It's so class. What? No, it's it's great, and I think you know. Um, I was talking to a footballer, Jason McCarthy, if he watches this, shout out to him, class uh, defender um, for Wickham Wanderers. And he, Wickham have really, as a football club, changed around those individuals that have stepped up and made a a change going, actually, we want to get together and pray before games and put Christ at the centre. And they've seen the club from the inside change. And then he's... He could like point towards people that have helped that process. So what I yeah. see is that it's that same thing, you know, where you're at and you being the instigator yeah. of that. And it's not, you know, as as you know, it's it's not about you, but it's us yeah, being yeah, used, yeah. isn't it? It's about we're, we're, going. You know, mm. we're only vessels, man. You yeah, know, vessels. It. You know, that's I it. just that's I pray it. daily that God uses me as a vessel. Mm. You know, like that's that's my daily prayer, man. I oh, and oh. like Solomon, bro. I, I love wisdom. I need wisdom. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, Proverbs is mean, like, yes. so yeah, bro, I just, yeah, that's my prayer, it's, man. It's good, it's it's good, wholesome, practical stuff, isn't it? You can really, yeah, bro. you can read yeah. something and go, flip, I'm taken by that, like, that's something I need to, yeah. I need to think on this verse for a life, year. You know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. man, yeah. Yeah, um, and one thing he said about uh, your kind of, your circle being the first thing we go to really stood out. I remember there was a story I heard. A while ago of a famous preacher that went out and he was really well known he was in a church and this young young passionate zealous young man puts his hand up and says how do i reach the rest of the world like how do i reach yeah, the yeah, world yeah. with the news of jesus and this famous yeah. um speaker looked at him and said go home and tidy your room and, <laughs> and he's basically saying go and sort out what you have closest to you behind uh, closed doors as you hit earlier 100. go and sort 100. that out first if you can sort that out, work your way out, basically, yeah. then it's, yeah, it's family. But if you're not in shape yourself in yeah, a way, bro. you know, can shine out to other people, there's no way you're reaching people. Yeah, and I was bro. like, that's hit me ever since, mate. It's <laughs> funny because, like, funny we talk mm. about that, you know, looking after your own backyard. Because, like, mm. in Matthew 22, right, when it says in Matthew 22, 37, when, when Jesus mm. is, is challenged on the, the greatest commandments, Jesus replies to, you know, the Pharisee and he's like, yo, okay, you hit me with that question when you're trying to get caught off guard. But Jesus yeah. says two things as love God first, like obviously pretty much like paraphrasing yeah. love God and love yeah. people. Mm. But in the second, in the second um, part of that, loving God is number one, there should be no idols before me, worship me, you know, then the mm. number two is love your neighbor. Mm. as you love yourself mm. but we yeah. think oh yeah love love your neighbor but mm. we forget to love ourselves yeah yeah because you know? we right. the, the loving ourselves part is mm. loving ourselves through how we see how christ sees us 
Yeah, yeah. So that's a reflection of Christ through us, you know, loving on others as a reflection yeah. of Christ loving us. Absolutely. And it works both ways, doesn't it? Works it, both ways, bro. It, as in, if we're not right inside, we're not right yeah. out. But hurt people, hurt people, right? Like yeah, that's bro. yeah, it's, yeah. Oh, man, it's just. But the reality of that is just—it it sounds so simple, but it's so oh. like effective. It's so—it's such a game changer mentally. But that's and, the thing I think. Like yeah. you say, mm. it's simple. We forget that. Yeah. You know, Christianity yeah. and faith doesn't—it's not complicated. Mm. But you know, in today's society and how we're viewed things can just get complicated and it but it's yeah. not yeah it's just how you said man like just yeah, look it. after ourselves and look mm. after people man and yeah. god will be reflected through us yeah you know yeah. like wholeheartedly believe that christianity is simple mm. yeah man that's good when you're increasing in your your career you're moving in the right direction how do you balance yeah. how do you balance your faith with wow. ego ego jeff oh <laughs> But it comes back to the the people around me. Okay. Big thing. Okay. Definitely, definitely. Mm. My mm. wife, she pulls my head in. Yeah. Um, and also probably like, how do I balance my faith and my career? I guess to to check myself is mm. checking the fruits of my labor. You know, like the fruits of what I what I'm producing. Yeah, sure. Like if I'm if I'm producing negativity around me, say like for example at work, if I'm um. If I'm not getting picked mm. to play and stuff like that, you know, what kind of fruit am I, am I, um, am I bearing, you know, what kind of, yeah. by what yeah. I'm saying around the club, by how I'm treating yeah. people around the club, if yeah. I throw my toys and, and for a tanty and stuff like that, and, and, you know, and being negative, that will rub off on people, Yeah, you know, but the more yeah. positive I am, you know, the better it is for others. The better I am, the better they can be, you yeah. know? And like, in terms of stroking my ego, nah, man, mm. I can't afford to, bro. Because either mm. one, God will pull me down straight away in some mm. sort of way, mm. like whether it be through someone speaking to me about that issue or that thing or something I've said or just yeah. something, or like the way that um, the way that I am at home, how I am mm. as a husband, how yeah. I am as a father to my son. Mm. Those are two indicators of, okay, you're getting a bit ahead of yourself now, okay. you okay. know, or like, yeah. And obviously my wife will tell me like straight away. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Those are definitely things. I always believe that, you know, just like it says in Proverbs, humility precedes honor, mm. you know? So, mm. and that's not saying, Hey guys, I'm humble. I'm a humble guy. When you say you're humble, mm. you're not humble, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I guess like, yeah. Mm. Just, just humility in oneself mm. precedes precedes honor towards mm. others, and I only ever want to be humble to yeah. show God honor through yeah. what I do and the gifts and the talents that He's given me. Yeah, bro, hands down, because I understand where my gifts come from. Mm. You know, yeah, and and we could talk about the work ethic and all that stuff that I put into that, but I know where the gift itself comes from. So I'm like sweet, and I'm grateful. And I carry that into my daily life. Gratitude mm. and humility. Boom, boom, boom. Every day. Great. Yeah, man. That's class. Uh, I speak to a a few rugby players I've got friends with in the on the church circle. Mm. And they talk to me about, or some of them have left um, the rugby circles because of the drink culture. Do you yeah. have that in, in 
New Zealand? Is that is yeah. the drink culture big? And is oh, and how big. how have you balanced that? And how does that work? And man, drinking culture is big in New Zealand, and right. I guess it's it's the same. I, it's the same everywhere, really. In okay. rugby, that's just right. a part of you have rugby and you have the drink as well, like drinking okay. culture, socials, yeah. etc. Mm. Like for me, like. I mean, when I was younger, when I first made it, my first two years, I didn't drink at all okay. in, um, in the rugby world because I wanted to set a standard for myself okay. and just set a kind of benchmark to to back my what I was saying. So letting my actions speak louder than my words. Okay, great. Uh, so I didn't drink at all, like alcohol mm. at all. Being of age and everything, like I just didn't. Mm. And I just thought like, with me setting that precedent in itself, my first two years, I was then able to gain respect for those who had a perception about Christians in rugby. Yeah, yeah that's good. You know, my thoughts was like, okay, these guys only ever know Christians like getting wasted yeah. with the boys, which is like, that's cool, whatever. That's sweet. Yeah. But yeah. then like rocking up to church with the same boys. So what kind of like, Mm. message are you sending to those who you're trying to save you know that was my my thought but then um and then as i've matured obviously understanding peers around me and gaining respect of my peers around Mm. me and for my faith i'm then able to have a quiet drink with the boys like a beer but i know my limits you know i'm not going to try and get wasted with you know people and stuff but understanding like you know it's okay because this is i think like yeah for like and christians in general i think understanding the why behind what is important okay yeah you know what i mean yeah of course so in terms of rugby like what are, what are your intentions mm. so like what 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 are my intentions going in drinking in terms of like drinking with the boys what are my intentions mm. am i okay are my intentions are oh, i'm gonna get wasted tonight if that's yeah. the culture because that's yeah. what rugby says get we get wasted yeah. or is my intentions have a have a quiet beer with the boys or enjoy a win by celebrating you know with a glass of champagne or a couple glasses or whatever but understanding mm. in my mind okay sweet enough's enough i'll get to a mm. point okay sweet mm. enough's enough but then yeah. that's also when my my circle comes in okay. you know my my yeah. wife will either pull me up and be like yo you know that, yeah. that's probably enough or like she has never needed to but i know that there's people i trust Yes. They're like, okay, cool. Yes. Yeah. I know what you stand for. I also yeah. want to help you uphold those values in your life. Yes. Yes. Okay, don't be stupid, really. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. That's yeah. really good. So That's really I, good. I hope that I hope that answers your question, man. No, it does. It does. You've hit a lot of. Uh, it's great just to hear where your heart's at with a lot of this stuff, Jeff. Yeah, bro. Um, and to hear, uh, yeah, just that that account that sense of accountability that you clearly yeah, have with your wife. Yeah, well, is I don't think anybody's. Some people might hear that and go, oh wife tells you what to do but no i hear it it's that accountability we all need that we all need like no one's too good to hold their own rules and to get it right every single time sometimes the the people that love us are the ones that tell us it as it needs to be you know what i mean i need to be told but yeah yeah like say for my wife for example yeah that's that she's part of my circle but wherever whatever team i'm in I create yeah. relationships, great relationships, mm. so that those people know my heart first before, you know, because usually like you enter mm. into a team environment, it's yeah. like, oh, let's all go get on the lash. 
to yeah. get like to get to know each other and and that's yeah. cool but at yeah. those moments i'm not gonna have my have a have a beer and stuff and and sh mm. let them see me get wasted and stuff because that's the first thing that they'll see and kind yeah. of think oh okay that's what he's about so in those yeah. moments that's where i create relationships in terms of okay mm. later on in in the season and stuff then i can like you know hopefully gain the respect and let them know okay look these are my intentions but at the moment i'll build good people around me and, and team so like mm. like in my team the boys know who i am like but that's come from a relational standpoint you know yes. Yes. where conversations around um outside of the alcohol and stuff like that just getting to know me as a person and likewise the other way you know it's very very relational and it's important that's yeah man that's, that's to keep that like that. you were saying accountable accountability it's just so important and i think it just it's it, we just miss it i think we you know that scripture talks about gives loads of examples of where people tried to go their own way and failed you know when we try and go our own way we're kind of setting ourselves up to fail already that we need yeah. that kind of accountability at times and whether that's from friends and it's something that's come up when i talk to people that have been successful in their field background yeah. is a factor parents are a factor how yeah, that worked yeah. their their environment was a was is one of the biggest factors for the success they reach and i think you're mm. you're confirming that again it's just it's it's absolutely incredible tell me what it's like to represent your country at the sport that oh, your country man. is so well known for jeff come on just a sense of pride man yeah i didn't play a lot i was involved in, in a few camps i only played three games and i right. could look at that is like oh i only played three games oh, i'm not really an all black but i can check myself and be like man i played well, three yeah, games yeah. I, I i stood there you know and i i sung the national anthem on that level and did the haka you know and that is something you can't take away from me you know and like the sense of pride that you feel is just overwhelming and amazing and exciting at the same time like it's awesome bro it's just I don't know. I can't explain it, eh? That's class. Yeah. That's class. Tell me, I'm going to ask a question that I don't think many people listening to this or, or watching this would have thought of. But when it comes to the hacker, right? Yeah. You all, do, I presume the whole, you already know it coming into the All Blacks, but do they teach kind you? Of, yeah. yeah, they do teach you. Yep. So you yep. all go in a room like a dance studio and learn it, right? Or how does that well, work? Well, yeah, probably in the hotel, like okay. in the kind of team room. They'll be like, they'll check on the schedule. I have sweet. Yeah, yeah. um, we got haka practice at 6 p.m. before dinner at 6.30. And you'll go nice. through the haka, just how it is. So, but what happens is like, usually the, yeah. the newbies, if you're new, you'd yeah. have to do, learn the haka and do it against right. everyone else. Uh, oh, on, yeah. on your own? Not on your own. On your own. So, yeah, on your own. Like, uh, say if there's like three new people, it's yeah. all blacks. Those three new people would do it together against the other people to like wow. learn and gain confidence. Yeah. Pressure, right? Sometimes, sometimes, pressure. yeah, pressure. Yeah. But it's cool. Yeah, it's yeah, really cool. Right. Like, yeah, because you grow up like everyone. Yeah, of course. Everyone in New Zealand kind of knows a haka or some sort of haka, or have heard of the haka. You know, because yes. it's a part of it's a part of our DNA and who we are as yeah. people. Yes. New Zealand people, you know, so like, it's funny because like the first thing that anyone says to me when I when I meet them for the first time and say I'm from New Zealand, they're like, oh, so can you do the haka? Oh, you yeah. do the haka, you know, and they pull a poop yeah. at me and I'm like, oh, 
as if you're just going to do it there and then in front of yeah, them. Right? Yeah, I'm just going to do it, but <laughs> nah, no thanks. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, bro. Now yeah, that's, yeah. that's it's one of them. Obviously, it's the standout thing where it's like, ah, oh, this it's powerful. Yeah. Like it has a presence and it's oh, just it's amazing. Bro. It's unbelievable. I remember that yeah. that video where 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 uh, England got the, got fined for coming too close, yeah, right? And close. Uh, that's like that sort it's of just that tension, you know, like. Man, mate, it's, it's just it's passion and tension. It's just crazy, bro. It's mental. Yeah, it's mental. Yeah, uh, we we my my obviously my my second name is the same as is Richie's, right? You know, yeah, uh, Richie Richie McCall, and and yeah. his like there's a Scottish link as well, right? Okay. So what I'm thinking, right, is I'm basically in the All Blacks as well, is because you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, that's how it works, right? Yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's how it works. But yeah, they've got they've got scottish links and we've got scottish links it's not a popular name so i'm clutching on that straw for as long as i yeah, can mate um but, but <laughs> no that's that's class that's awesome i'm just trying to think about things that yeah like man it's just it's such a an insane world so what was moving to england like especially within rugby and what's the what have you found the big differences uh, in our rugby culture? Man. man it's pretty similar cultures because it's like it's instant community for me like you know it was more like uh so i moved moved in 2019 yeah uh you know into a new team new environment it's like you're going to a new classroom really and you just develop friendships straight away you know like you're kind of forced to be friends because you gotta try and achieve this thing together in terms yes. of winning games and stuff so yes. um in terms of moving over yeah it was good easy transition but yeah. The first Megs and I, my wife, my wife mm. and I moved with a two-year-old. He's now five, turning six. Mm. And like, it's pretty crazy seeing how far he's grown. And he's got a little accent, mm. little English accent, which is cool. Like, um, but in terms of like, we, we knew that it would be hard the first six months. Just we prepared mm. ourselves that it's going to be hard. Oh. Like, that's just, yeah. a, it's going to be hard away from family, away from our community, away from church away from just the norm and settling into like a new norm yes. and now like we're settled we love it here i mean I, I see myself you know um post rugby working in the uk and living in the uk really? or europe yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I really like it here seeing my son uh go to high school here like i just like it here you know it's, yeah. it's e easily accessible to the world i guess yes. it's a big a big factor and why I'd love to like live here permanently. But I mean, I don't know, you know, God's got plans and you know, you can't always see those plans. So yeah, we'll see what happens. But in terms of changing, changing countries, it's, it's been awesome. Yeah, no, that's, that's class, mate. That's, that's so good. What advice would you give to somebody that's, that's, that wants to get into professional rugby? and oh, and also let, let's stick to let's stick to i'm sure you get that question all the time but let's stick within the faith line that's also yeah. involved in church at some capacity yeah. and balancing yeah, those yeah, things yeah. what's I'd, the key I'd, I'd just say i'd just say never give up never give up mm. in terms of your faith like trust mm. that god's going to pull through never give up because it's going to be trying time there's going to be trying times and i think the thing that people get most uh up in arms about is getting offended i think mm. whether you know offend, offense takes a lot 
of Christians mm. away from the church. Yeah. But away from their faith, not not so much mm. the church, but more so their faith. So yeah. I'd just say never give up. And that's totally relatable to your, your rugby ambitions as well. You know, just like anything in life, you got to put in the work. And it's the yeah. same in your faith. Like if you really want to understand and know God's plans for you, like put in the work to understand who he is in your life. Because mm -hmm. he'll show you, you know, yeah. through his word, through praise and worship, through mm -hmm. prayer. And like you just have to chip away, like chip away. Yeah, those are big things. Understanding who you are because... Yeah, I think for me personally, like I understood that I was very judgmental um, mm. pre being saved and, and then like even post, you know, getting saved in those earlier years of my faith, I was very judgmental towards people and like, mm. yeah. like oh, why are they doing that and oh, what they do there and whereas now I've grown so much spiritually and mature, like I'm way more spiritually mature than I was, you know, way back, way back when. But understanding mm. that people are people, man, and people make mm. mistakes, but our job isn't to judge, but to love, you know. Yeah. Um, so that's my biggest advice is just never to give up on your faith. Well, not not your faith, but never to give up on God. Really. Mm. Give yeah, up on, yeah. Never give up on God because he'll come through at, at some stage in your life. You look back and I always look forward to the testimonies that I will share because like, you know, in trying times, I always look forward to the moment where I look back and be like, man, I remember when I prayed for what I have now, mm. you know? Yeah. 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 That's, that's a big thing as well is, is that focus on the future and what we want yeah. moving forward and just taking the opportunity yeah. just to be full of thanks of, about what we've got is a big, this huge as well, isn't it? Yeah. Full mm. of faith and, and full mm. of gratitude. Yeah. That's yeah. hard though. I'd say that's probably one of the hardest things being a Christian is not knowing well god knows you know you know how god has plans for us you know like um obviously the dogs might know in the background <laughs> but like, just, just get i'll just put myself on mute just in case but no, no, nah, sweet. yeah bro i think that's the hardest thing as a christian like not mm. knowing god's plans for us because yeah. we think it's from point a to point b but in between yeah. it's like everywhere you know, yes. to get to point yes. B, you know, it's not a straight line. Yes. You know? No, absolutely. It's a, it's, it's huge, isn't it? It's a, yeah. I remember seeing a photo a long time ago in church of like this, the tip of the iceberg po poking, oh, yeah. like, coming out of the top of the water and you think, yeah, oh, yeah, it's yeah, a kind of a clump of ice basically, but underneath it, you know, it's looking yeah, at something through the, the, the kind of lens that God, yeah. and that gives us, that gives me, you know, peace, I guess, within difficult situations is knowing that although, you know, if I'm trusting that God's plan for my life is good and that actually, or at least it's, it's for my, it's for my good generally. Um, I'm yeah. knowing that there's a, there's a reason for the heartache or pain I'm going mm -hmm. through. I'm able to go, okay, yeah. this is, you know, this is my, I'll just put it in there. Yeah. This is my life and I'm going through this. I know that the rest of it, it's going to be okay. It's all right. Like yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm content with that. And you sometimes know? if you can see it as like, you know, that heartache and that heartbreak or that is, is just building resilience for you, you know, resilience yeah. and, and persistence yeah. in your life, which will call, which you might call on later in life, you know, when you go through an even harder trial with tribulation, yeah. you know, so. Ah, that's, yeah. that's right. Here's a question for you. How do you, within a, such a sport, 
that is so physical and mm. aggressive and all of this stuff. You know, I'm going to ask you. Yeah. Yeah. How do you keep your nerve if you do? Uh, where answer that one? <laughs> Take that one off me. How do I keep my nerve? Like, as in, yeah, you've got yeah. people don't, you know, morally just could be like, nah, oh, no I one's know, looking, bro. bang, you know, like. Bro, it's, funny, it's funny you say that. I got, um, I got red carded three weeks. I just come off a ban for punching. I wasn't going to mention it, but I did see it. I did see it. Yeah, I didn't yeah. see the so video. I didn't, yeah. I didn't punch the guy intentionally. It just mm -hmm. like, you know, I just yeah. kind of like fended him and I hit him in the jaw, like, you know. Oh. And he knows my intentions, oh, but right. to other people, like, oh, did yeah. play or whatever. Yeah, but on yeah. the field, bro, God's given me this talent to do what I do and mm -hmm. do it to the best of my ability. So, on the field, I'm ruthless, like, mm -hmm. you know, don't mess with me. Like, I get paid to do what I do for, for mm -hmm. a reason, yeah, you know, yeah. and it's one I play, play one of the toughest positions in the world, mm -hmm. and um, you know, like. I know, I think the thing is, like, I know who I am yeah. in Christ. I know who, who I am off the field. And on mm. the field, I still hold on to who I am. Yeah, but that doesn't yeah. mean I'm going to be a pussy. Mm. You know, just because yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a Christian doesn't mean, like, yeah. you know, I'm going to be soft or, like... I can't, you can't, you can't really... Yeah. the thing, isn't it? You can't really you know, be soft like, in your sport, surely. Uh, you, like, you're going to get angry. Like, it's the mm. same in anything in life, I think, like... Like, if you have that much passion about something, you know, like, you're going to lose your head because you're only human, you know? Like, mm -hmm. I think that's the thing that people forget. Like, we're all human at the end of the mm -hmm. day. So yeah. say, like, if I stuff up, for example, like that red card, like, I didn't mm -hmm. cop a lot of flack because people know my heart. Mm -hmm. I didn't mm -hmm. cop a lot because people know my intentions and who I actually am, Yeah, you know? Yeah. And it's yeah. that, that, that in itself for me was like, man, that's awesome. Because mm -hmm. of, let's just say, if it was if I wasn't a Christian, for example, maybe they would have slandered me for being a dirty player, being a mm -hmm. being a bad guy, being this and that. But like, mm -hmm. I'd like to think that because of my values and how I hold myself mm -hmm. off the field and on the field, yeah, you know, like, because mm -hmm. Brian, I'm I'm all for niggle on the field, like mm -hmm. a bit of like rough mm -hmm. and tumble, bit of like fighting, because mm -hmm. that's the sport we play, man. Yeah. I'm not out here to like hug someone. I'm out here to hurt someone. That's just not my favorite part. Like yeah, I get yeah, paid, yeah. bro. I get paid to hurt people for a living, mm. yeah. and also get hurt. <laughs> like, mm. like it's weird, bro. Mm -hmm. You know, and but and the thing in that, like, it's just so like I, in the back of my mind, I have, I'm just so honored and grateful to get to do what I do. Yeah, I'm just like, man. Mm. Okay, if I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna hurt someone. Because I get to do this for a living, like, and that's what mm. people want to see. So let's do it. Let's mm. go. And bro, those guys out there aren't thinking, "Oh, this guy's a Christian. I'm going to take it easy on him." Yeah, they yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> they think you know they're trying to take they my head off as much as I'm trying to take theirs off. You know, sure, sure. It's dog eat dog, man. It's tough, man. I don't, yeah, I, I, it's one of them where I'm like, oh, and then I'm thinking about like you know like cage fighting or UFC or whatever, yeah. and I'm like, oh, like where I don't know, like I don't, I don't really land on it in a particular area, but it's interesting to hear your views on it and go, yeah. okay, that's that is the, but I know that if if I was in that, I used to, I, well, I did, I was quite quick at school, Jeff, so so yeah. my teacher 
was the same guy that was trying to organise the running athletics was also doing the rugby team and he was like, yeah. Stuart's quick, stick him on the wing. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'll run with the ball. Now, in principle, that's a nice idea, right? But I'm not the biggest guy, mate. Like, no, I'm not... You run around I'm people. Not... What's that? You'd run around people. That's what I mean. But, like, I'm talking... When you go to some of the grammar schools and, like, you've yeah. got seven-foot, like, Jamie, who's definitely not... Un... I'm, like, 15... <laughs> This guy is yeah. definitely not under 37 years old and his beard comes down to here and he's jacked off it massive. Like, I don't, like, I'm running I'm running away from him. You're absolutely right. And I'm running yeah, faster yeah. than I've ever ran before. But this whole niggle thing would get to me, I think. That would be me putting yeah. myself in a situation where I'm just, I just want to smash, like, you know, I just go too far. So I have to be careful about putting myself in that situation because, yeah. but at the same time, it's not my job. It's not my, you know what I mean? Yeah, so I get I know, it. I think it's just it's the competitive nature in you too. Like yeah. if God created us, then obviously you put competitiveness in us. And maybe yeah. not everyone, but I mm. know just like I was saying, I know who I am and who I am in yeah. Christ. So like yeah. that that competitive edge, if I don't bring my best, then mm. that's not glorifying God through what I do. Yeah. You know? And mm. if my best is hitting that person as hard as I can, then so be it, you know? Because then, yeah. you know, after the game, like most times. Mm. If you mm. get one up on me or if I get one up on you, most times, like I'd say 99% of the time, you're shaking my hand saying, bro, that was such a good hit. You got me good. Ha ha, have a laugh, yeah. brother. You're buzzing off it, day, right? Yeah, bro. Because mm. end of the day, bro, we're all human. We come off the field. He's a dad. I'm a dad. He's married. I'm married. He's a bloke. He wants to go have a beer. Let's catch up for yeah. a beer after the game, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. off the field, yeah. boom, you know? That's That's it. Yeah, that's class. No, it's interesting. I say I don't think I'm set on it somewhere, but yeah, I, I know exactly what you mean. I don't think there is a a black. I don't think you need to be black and white on it. But I think it's a really interesting point that that's that's what you're in it for, and remembering that's you're not picking on someone innocent. They're coming for you as well, bro. Yeah, you know. Bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's that's class. That's class. Oh, I love that. So, okay, question for you as well <clears throat> is this one. What's next for you? Is it your, uh, is it coaching or is it the TikTok oh. cooking career, Jeff? Uh, <laughs> it's funny <laughs> you say that, bro, because like, I don't know. I was dreaming and scheming with my wife today. We're sitting okay. at a cafe and we've, I've always loved, because I can cut hair as well. So I, I'm, I'm not certified, but you know, I can, mm-hmm. I've been doing it for a long time, like okay. uh, barbering. Okay. And I've always loved the notion of um, like a barber, uh a barbering kind of cafe area like so have a little like i guess studio with a like coffee space yeah and a creative space i'm an artist as well so like i love like art and like just that whole creative side like and and the coffee aspect being quite communal you know like everyone coming Mm. together and going to the spot and catching up and doing that kind of yeah yeah i don't know maybe that maybe that might be something for me in the future I'm definitely not going to coach unless it's like my my son's rugby team or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think when I'm done with rugby or well the professional side anyway, I'll I'll definitely try and step away for a few years mm-hmm. and, and do something new in my life. I'd love yeah. to have my hand in business. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I own a few properties, so I'll try and mm-hmm. like get that up up and running. Maybe like nice. uh, you know commercial property or something like that. I'd love mm. to get my hand in, in that property development type thing. So, yeah, yeah. yeah I never know, you know, like I'd no, love to say true. I know, but yeah, yeah, there's a lot of things that I love 
I'm passionate mm. about, you know, psychology mm. as well. Like I said earlier yeah. in this conversation, like the yeah. whole mental space. And, and yeah. yeah, I think if I was to work in rugby, I'd work in the mental side of things, helping, you know, our future generation, like cope with uh, the mental stresses of the game mm. and how yeah. to deal with that. Yeah, mm. that's, that's something I'd like to like get into. Yeah, 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 no, that's that's awesome. I, I sense a theme of of you having a passion for space, um, just just creating a safe place for people. Is yeah, that yeah, kind of you? Just do you consider yourself that's, quite an all inclusive um, yeah, type guy? Yeah. You want to include and bring people in? 100 percent, hundred percent, man. Yeah. I think you know, uh, big thing in our house is like you know um, having dinners and stuff like with people. So I definitely yeah. want to take that out into probably like the wider community yeah yeah again to just show like god's love through through a piece of cake and a nice yeah. coffee you know yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's class that's class. have you seen that model before i've seen coffee coffee and and haircuts but i'm seeing food and haircuts is that have you seen that before yeah oh well you don't want to mix mix up hair and food you know that's what i thought yeah, so, yeah. but so, if you can yeah, make it work i mean yeah it definitely obviously it'd be separate yeah but yeah. you'd get the foot traffic kind of through I don't know what it would look like or anything like that. Yeah, just a that would be interesting. I yeah, can't wait to come and see, man. That'd be class. Yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool, bro. That'd be cool. But that's awesome. Well, yeah, I think that's probably a good place to kind of bring this to the end. Jeff, I just want to take time again just to say a massive thank you for giving up the time, for being, you've been open, honest, vulnerable, humble, you know, in sharing your experiences. And, and that's where it, it, I think as we hit on the nail, the nail on the head earlier, yeah. It's not, you know, we're not there. We're not the finished article by any means. Yeah, it's bro, it's a journey, man. But we've been able to share through your through your process, and um, it's fantastic to hear. And I'm so I'm so excited for those. Bit. I get messages occasionally from people I've, that have heard the podcast and been like, "Oh, I really liked this this." And I'm just so excited to hear how God's going to use your words today to bless oh, people. Thank you, man. Um, and I'm excited to see. What- I appreciate you having me on this on this uh, podcast. Course, and uh live stream bro like it's been awesome just to share yeah. and i hope someone can and uh relate or, or be touched in some sort of way by the mm. words that i've been speaking tonight so but thank you for hosting this the show and, and and having this platform i guess for mm. for for everyone to kind of share on bro it's, it's awesome man to just have that kind of platform and to like you say like make it normal make the conversation yeah. normal that's yeah. it that's the goal yeah, yeah we're all vessels and i think it's you, you come at it from such a great angle and you're so willing and have been since our first message here and you know yeah. it's been great and consider me a brother please and, and let's bro. yeah i'm excited to see what what comes through you next year oh thank you bro i appreciate it awesome buddy well guys great amazing podcast thank you so much for watching if you've been watching or listening if you've been listening if you want to just hit and subscribe where you're at that'd be fantastic Um, and hope to see you soon guys take care bye bye